Hello, and thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. As you know, we put in a ton of time and effort to make each of our shows as valuable as we can. If you find the information useful, please share this podcast with a friend this by week, emailing we're talk to about them a subject that nobody really wants to talk about, and that is, what if you lost your paycheck? And worse yet, what if you lost your paycheck due to a disabling injury or illness where you couldn't replace that paycheck? What do you do about it? Well, this month is Disability Insurance Awareness Month, and we're going to focus today's show on four real-life stories that have been supplied to us by the Life and Health Insurance Foundation for Education. These are real people with real experiences, and they talk about what plans they put into place to help their families weather the storm. A couple of the stories will focus on business situations and how that proper planning allowed that business to continue, while at the same time continuing to provide for the families of those that have suffered a disability. Our first story is that of Larry Pryor. He was a senior executive for a major corporation who was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and then suffered an injury as a result of the disease and how his disability plan provided Larry and his family additional care enabled them to continue planning for the future. Please listen closely to Larry's story. Larry is one of the most intelligent, vivacious, caring people that I ever met in my life. Strong, dynamic, a great friend. He's just a very bright guy. Went to MIT, got an undergraduate degree in chemical engineering, got his MBA, pilot's license, glider pilot's license, uh, instrument rating, scuba diver, um, spoke Spanish fluently. No one could have ever predicted that my father would be the man that he is today. Larry took a job. We moved to Columbus, Indiana, and we were there a very short amount of time and met Susan, and in the middle of our planning, we moved. Larry's boss had been named president of Union Pacific Railroad, and he'd offered Larry a position, so I followed them to Omaha, and we continued our financial planning. They had a cafeteria plan that was available to their employees, and it was a pool of money and a list of benefits the employee could choose from. So Larry and Francie and I incorporated what we were doing on their financial plan to take advantage of the employee benefits that were available. As part of that financial plan, we had identified that he needed disability insurance. I remember I brought home a progress report and put it on the table and, and he had to sign it and I noticed his hand trembling. And we began testing and um, then it was diagnosed as Parkinson's. The things that took its toll were he couldn't play soccer with the children. He couldn't play catch with the children. He would throw, lose his balance, fall over. As he progressed, his tremor became more evident, and especially his speech pattern and the way that he used to carry himself and walk. About a year later, Larry and Francie took the children to the Grand Cayman Islands on vacation. And during that trip, Larry fell down a rather high flight of stairs and suffered brainstem injury. He clinically died there. And they revived him and then took him to Miami, and that was, I would say, that was sort of the beginning of a more rapid decline. He was diagnosed with multiple systems atrophy. Basically, all his major organs are just gradually shrinking and becoming less effective. The family was told then that Larry would continue to deteriorate. So it was a time of a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. How to pay for all these things wasn't a stress. 
Larry left them in a position that they could continue their life, and their worries were really how to get Larry the best care, how to keep the family together as a cohesive unit. For the last four years, Larry's lived at Quality Living Institute. There are no others like it. They're caring and concerned, and it's the right place for him to be. The fact that we've had the disability insurance um, has allowed us truly to live in the same style that we had always lived. When you're doing your financial planning and you're determining what type of product that you want to buy, you really have to give serious thought to what quality care do I want. Today, Larry is still Larry. Unfortunately, most of it is inside. Cognitively, he's all there. He's 100% there. He's the man he was. Uh, just physically, he can't, he can't do it. It's hard to see him because you know that when you look at him, I mean, he's just still so bright. He still gets all the jokes. He's fighting with everything he's got. It'd be easy to give up, you know. If, I don't know how he does it. You know, our family is proof that life insurance, disability insurance isn't a waste of money or a waste of time. I don't know where we'd be without it. He has been fighting for eight years, and all the doctors said, you know, maybe three to five, but, you know, really probably closer to three. Um, they just didn't know him very well. You know, Jim, if a story like Larry's, who's somebody who is 39 years old, diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and then further complicating that reality by a serious fall down a flight of stairs that created a brain injury, it really brings home the statistics, Jim, of nearly one in three women can expect to suffer a disability that keeps them out of work for 90 days or longer at some point during their working years. And for men, the odds are about one in four. And one worker in seven can expect to be disabled for five or more years before retirement, according to the U.S. Department of Commerce. So this is something worthy of planning for. And if that story alone doesn't inspire you to reach out to your real wealth advisor and talk about the risks of losing your income to a disabling injury or illness, I'm not sure what will. But you know what? Coming after the break, we still have more real-life stories to share, so please stay tuned. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer securities and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and Registered Investment Advisor, P.O. Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. Just for a moment... Try to imagine you're dead. You think that's hard? Try this. You're dead and you don't have life insurance. What would happen to your family's home, to your family's finances, or your family's future? Now here's a thought to put your mind at ease. Life insurance takes care of things should anything happen to you. Death may be hard to imagine, but without life insurance, it's simply unthinkable. This message brought to you by the Life and Health Insurance Foundation for Education, a nonprofit organization. 
You're listening to Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network, helping you maximize your life through real wealth. Thanks for listening to Real Wealth Weekly. If you know someone who could benefit from today's show, just click the Forward the Show to a Friend button on your advisor's webpage. Now back to Real Wealth Weekly with Jim and Tony, helping maximize your life through real wealth. Welcome back as we continue to honor and recognize May as Disability Insurance Awareness Month as we share real-life stories with you provided by the Life Insurance and Health Insurance Foundation for Education. Now coming up, we have a story about Frank Zatowski. Frank was a business owner. So anyone listening today, please understand the importance of this story. And if you have a partner in your business, how important it is to work with your Real Wealth Advisor to protect that partnership, and the income that is so essential to your success. Frank was a successful dentist before Lou Gehrig's disease robbed him of the ability to speak, walk, or even eat. Luckily, Frank and his business partner had the foresight to purchase a buy-sell and disability buyout contract. The policies have provided the dental practice and family the ability to remain financially stable. So please stay tuned. Frank and I have been married for 36 years. We have three sons. My dad is a pretty outgoing, well-respected guy, both in dentistry and in life. Frank uh, would go steelhead fishing in the spring and fall. He would take his sons on canoe trips. Frank was a superb dentist, um, had very, very caring, excellent craftsman with his work and very good rapport with the patients. Everyone loves Frank. Everybody falls in love with Frank. He has such a positive attitude and he's such a good person. Frank was remodeling his basement. Dust was falling from the ceiling and he developed a cough. He thought the cough was from dust. He was choking on food and um, having trouble with his speech. Actually so subtle that I didn't recognize it. He was losing muscle in his hand. Being a dentist, he knew what his hands were supposed to look like, and I thought he was a little bit crazy. Um, but uh, sure enough, he was diagnosed with ALS in January of 2002. Frank continued to work in his practice as best he could. Um, one day he called me and said, I've decided it's time for me to give up the practice and go on claim. It was quick. From diagnosis to being on a ventilator, he progressed to retiring in October of 2002 because he couldn't practice anymore. Uh, I met with Frank at his office, and it was a very emotional discussion. Uh, we both cried, actually, and we talked about how it would affect his business, how it would affect his life, and how the insurance contracts would work. Most important policy we had for the transition was the overhead disability insurance. Uh, that paid his share of the office expenses, fixed expenses. They paid the payroll and his share of rent. And so there was no dramatic change in his partner's life. The disability buyout contract made a lump sum payment to the corporation. I was able to purchase Frank's share of the practice without having to dig deep into my own personal finances. 
the policies allowed Dr. Machenbach to purchase it, and then I've, I shortly after was able to purchase my dad's portion of the practice back. Without that insurance, it would have been much more difficult for me to keep finances going and keep everyone in a very smooth transition for Adam coming into the practice. Rich made sure that Frank had every aspect of his business and his personal life protected. We had personal life insurance, he has personal disability insurance. Frank now receives his personal disability payments, which enable him to live in his home. We probably spend out of pocket about $90,000 a year to um, maintain him. He has lost the ability for almost any movement and he's lost the ability to breathe. He can move his head a little bit and he can move one hand a little bit and with today's technology truly has an amazing ability to function on a daily basis. They've been able to come this far with the insurance policies and not have to sell their house or not have to take a step back. It's been a real roller coaster ride. There are some days that are very easy and there are some days that are very, very difficult. We have 24-hour care and a strong family network to support each other. Today, with his words, he is in this stage of ALS. He's mind is unaffected. The only thing that's affected is his motor skills. He was told he would not see his first grandson born and he's seen three grandsons and they are the light of his life. Even though his life is compromised, he's still a happy person and he likes being here. Well, in the case of Frank, Disability planning is doubly important because not only do you have to have a plan in place that affects a business partnership, but you also need to be looking at it from a family perspective. So a lot more planning is necessary. So when you're looking at your buy-sell agreements, many people forget to address the issue of a disability insurance buyout and only focus on the life insurance side of it. So a buy-sell where you miss the part about disability, as Tony talked about, with the odds one in four that you might have a disability as a man and one in three as a woman, anybody who's in a partnership really should be evaluating the importance of this planning step. Now, usually when we're younger, we feel invincible, and we don't think about things like disability or health problems. Now, our next story is a great example of how you're never too young to plan. April Holmes was involved in an accident that in a matter of mere seconds completely changed her life. She took a tragedy and changed it into an opportunity. Please listen and learn from April's story. I probably started running track about the age of five. My uncle had a track team. I was pretty good at it. You know, it was something I really liked, I really enjoyed, because I got to hang around a whole lot of people and meet new people. I continued running through high school and um, was really good in high school and college. Got off work, parked at the train station, and went to go get on train. And somehow, somewhere, I actually ended up underneath the train with the train actually resting on my leg. Right after that, I remember them flipping me over, and I remember being in an ambulance. And I'm almost positive I remember someone saying to me, Did you get her leg? The next day is when I found out that she had to have the leg amputated. I got to the room and my family was there, you know, surrounding the bed or whatever. So I lift my head up and I look down and I saw that I had a huge white cast on, but the cast stopped short of where my foot would have been. And I said to my cousin, I said, I'm not going to be able to run or play basketball anymore. 
And she said, no, you'll be okay. When she came to me, she already had the goals in mind to get back to sprinting. The surgeon that did my emergency surgery, he came in my hospital room a few days after my accident and told me about the Paralympics and gave me some magazines about the Paralympics. And that's probably where my dream began in terms of trying to be the world's fastest amputee. Once April got used to her prosthesis, I knew she was going to fly with it and that it, things would just get better from that point on. We saw times drop almost immediately after she started sprinting and they were, you know, creeping, going from 14 seconds down into the 13s and then down into the 12s. I wasn't able to work for like nine months, so the short-term, long-term disability insurance as well as the accidental death and dismemberment insurance replaced my income during that time that I wasn't able to work. Accidental death and dismemberment insurance is a protection uh, where you're, you're paid a lump sum in the event of an accidental death. Um, in addition to that, there is a provision that provides for a, dis, a dismemberment where a, a percentage of that, that lump sum benefit would be paid to you for dismemberment of, a, of an appendage, a digit, uh, your loss of sight. You have to have disability insurance. You have to have insurance. You never know when it's going to happen to you. And in this case, she was just, April was just boarding a train. You know, the initial reaction after a disability or a dismemberment or something of that nature is, oh my God, my life's, my life's changed forever. And the last thing that, that you tend to focus on is um, the bills, the expenses. And that's what these policies provide for. They give you peace of mind where you don't have to worry. My employer thought so much more of disability insurance than I did. I, I probably would not have purchased it had someone said to me, given me the option because, again, I was in a mindset of, I'm young, you know, a disability won't happen to me. I hold the uh, world record in the 100, 200, and 400 meters for a uh, female below the knee amputees. April does not settle for second. Second is just not in our category. April Holmes Foundation started back in 2002. My idea was to start this foundation so that I can help people with physical disabilities to be able to connect them to the right people and positions so that they can move forward in life and be successful and, and get on to doing things that they probably didn't, never thought that they would be able to do. Her disability has changed her entire life and she's using it to help people and, 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 and help change other lives. And um, I mean, I think she's going to continue doing that the rest of her life and that's, that's not such a bad calling. Now, April's story shares about the importance of understanding the type of group coverages that might be available to you through your employer. It's also important to understand that many times that type of coverage may end if that job ever ends. So it's also important to coordinate that type of coverage when you're working with your real wealth advisor to make sure that there's permanent coverage or sometimes what we call portable coverage and having individual coverage that remains with you throughout your working years, regardless of what your employer provides. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to share another story, a real-life story, from the Life Insurance and Health Insurance Foundation for Education. Please stay tuned. You're listening to Real Wealth Weekly with Jim and Tony on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. Ashley Wilkerson was 24 years old when she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. As a nurse, Ashley was required to be on her feet for 12-hour shifts. She was sure her career was over. I worked so hard for a degree, and I worked a year, and then I didn't think I was ever going to work again. 
Ashley was out of work for more than 12 months. Fortunately, she had disability insurance through her employer, and that helped pay her daily living expenses. I've learned that disability insurance is very important in the time of need. That's your lifeline. That's all you have. Anybody of any age needs to have disability insurance. Ashley's coverage through work also provided counseling to help her find a new job. I was able to get back on my feet and find a career in nursing that I could still work and not have to be on my feet for 12 hours a day. Ashley's life is back on track thanks to disability insurance. Talk to your employer or an insurance professional to find out how disability insurance can protect your income and livelihood. A message from the Nonprofit Life Foundation. Disability insurance, a lifeline that works when you can't. Now back to Real Wealth Weekly with Jim and Tony, helping maximize your life through real wealth. Welcome back as we continue our conversation today about the importance of disability insurance protection. And we're going to share our final story, again provided by the Life Insurance and Health Insurance Foundation for Education, called Real Life Stories. This story is of Cindy Wren, and Cindy was days away from closing on her dream home with her husband Matt and only 28 years old. Unfortunately, she was stricken with a brain aneurysm and had a stroke during surgery. With Without the important coverages that she had for her disability, the lender would not have allowed Matt to close on that dream home because the income wouldn't have been there. So let's learn again from another real-life story. Matt and Cindy were the typical newlywed couple. They uh, had an apartment together in the process of buying a new house. Matt was a school teacher. Cindy was a, a rookie realtor. They told me that they really wanted to start Roth IRAs, looking to save for retirement. And at that time, they also told me they were in the process of buying a new house. When we found this house, we walked in, and, and I'm sure this happens to all first-time homebuyers. We hadn't even seen the whole house yet, and we looked at each other and said, this is it. We had been looking for about a year. We just fell in love with this house. It was everything we'd ever wanted. I suggested that we really look more doing some comprehensive financial planning, so working together to really figure out where they were today and where they wanted to go in the future. Cindy, through her work, had a short-term disability policy uh, that the company paid for, but she didn't have any long-term disability. We bought the disability policy after she explained the importance of like, a case we get sick or in a car accident or a major medical problem come up that we can pay for our bills. And she delivered the policies to us, went over in detail, and told us what our benefit would be if one of us became ill and couldn't work. We saw the benefit in having the policies, but we really didn't think we were going to use them anytime soon. My wife went to work, and about three, four hours later, I got, I got a call from one of her co-workers or people she was teaching that, that she was sick and was uh, taken to the hospital. In the course of that class, she began to feel really not well. Uh, and kind of figure out something was really wrong. And she wound up having an aneurysm. At the emergency room, I had a stroke. And so all of a sudden, she, uh, she couldn't talk anymore. She lost, lost consciousness. And um, they had to rush me out of the room and bring out other doctors in. And then they flew me to Johns Hopkins Bayview in Baltimore, where I met with a neurologist. And he eventually did my surgery that repaired the aneurysm. Initially, her recovery, it took a while. She was out of work for about eight months. Uh, it really took an additional five months of being able to be on partial disability to get back up and running. Uh, and the recovery took a couple of years. It really did. No one knew what Cindy's recovery was going to look like. The mortgage company was very uneasy using Cindy's income. 
uh, towards the purchase of the home. Uh, the disability policy guaranteed payment to age 65 if she was disabled, uh, so the mortgage company accepted that as a stream of income. And with the amount of the disability policy and Matt's income, they were able to buy their dream home. They were able to hold on to their goals and their dreams. What the disability policy did was allowed me to have an income and not have any financial worries on top of everything else that we were worrying about at the time. When she's laying in, on, in the hospital bed and, and the doctor comes in and says, you know, we have to perform brain surgery, it kind of puts everything in perspective about stuff you take for granted every day, like walking with her, being with her, talking with her every day. Without the disability insurance uh, that Cindy had, uh, Matt and Cindy's situation might have been a lot different. Uh, there definitely would have been um, some financial pressures on Matt, uh, and there probably would have been some debt that followed them through this event. We have a little nickname for her in our extended families. They call her the Fairy Godmother. She went through so much information with us, and she had us tell her what we have. You know, what are your assets? And she protected those assets. And we can rest assured that if something happens to one of us, everything will be taken care of for the other. And that, that's pretty good peace of mind. It couldn't be better. I mean, any other words to describe it, you know, my, my wife's with me. I have a, a new baby daughter. I couldn't ask for anything else. You know, I have a house, I have a business, and my family, they're everything to me. And I'm just very, very lucky. My life is very full. Well, we've just heard four compelling stories on the importance of planning in the event of tragedy with sickness or injury and how a long-term disability can have a major impact on a family and you can lessen that impact with proper planning. According to the Department of Labor in 2003, fewer than one in three Americans have disability income insurance through work. That's why this planning is so important. And an average 35-year-old, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, with $50,000 of income, has just over two months' worth of savings. This is a tremendous disconnect, and this is why it's so important that you do have a plan. And as we said in the beginning of the show, many people just don't want to talk about this because it's not going to happen to them. Well, we just heard several compelling stories, people that have been afflicted by illnesses that normally you don't think of hitting people at such a young age. From Cindy's story, who suffered a stroke and surgery at just 28 years old, and April, who was an active young adult with an accident in just seconds, changed her life. Frank, who was a dentist, had Lou Gehrig's disease at a very young age that affected his business and his family. And Larry Pryor, at just 39, being diagnosed with Parkinson's and then further being complicated by a fall as a result of his disease. Don't let these things happen to you and catch you unprepared. Sit down with your Real Wealth Advisor and make sure you have a plan in case tragedy strikes your family. Now, for those of you listening to today's show, you've heard a lot of compelling stories on how important it is to have disability income insurance. Now, we're going to have one more show in honor of Disability Insurance Awareness Month where we're going to talk about the different types of solutions, whether they're through work, whether it might be Social Security disability, buying private insurance, what to look for in those policies, where they can help, where they might fall short, and talking about solutions that you can discuss with your Real Wealth Advisor to make sure that you're well covered in this area. 
Thanks for joining us this week, and tune in again next week as we explore another phase of the real wealth process. And remember, if anything you heard in today's show you'd like to get more information about, contact your real wealth advisor. Also, if you feel that any of this information will be helpful to a friend or family member, just click the Forward to a Friend button. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer security and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and Registered Investment Advisor, P.O. Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. We've got additional information and links in our show notes which you can click on to learn more. If you have any questions about any of the topics covered or would like to learn more, you can go to our website, www.myprisminsurance.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Call us at 951-243-2800 or email me directly at prob at myprisminsurance.com. The email is in the show notes as well. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful week.